For the full experience of this episode, be sure to check it out on YouTube by searching Everyone is Cancelled. Be sure to subscribe and hit that bell icon. It really helps us out. I'd like to talk a little bit about how weird people get around election season. You read about homeless naked people running into politicians' houses with dildo hammers at 2.30 in the morning. I'm not saying that's what happened, but that's what you're reading. That's what the news looks like right now. One man. One destination. Everyone is canceled. Late night. Hosted by myself, Dylan Randall. This show is an oral artistic dance and is completely fictional. Obey the laws in your country and listen to your doctor. And if your doctor approves, go f*** yourself. So, a lot of us saw some recent news that a naked, at least a reportedly naked man with a dildo hammer broke into Nancy and Paul Pelosi's house and attacked the guy at 2.30 in the morning. Everybody was saying he was a nudist extremist. Some people were saying he was a far-right extremist. Some people were saying he was a far-left extremist. And it was just weird. Now, that's not what actually happened. What actually happened was a lot less exciting than that. It was just some weird dude that looked like he had uh, an alleged mental illness. And he broke into the guy's house, asked where Nancy Pelosi was. It was a weird ordeal. The cops showed up, and they arrested the dude. And they're throwing the book at him. And rightly so. Whether you're left or right, come on. That It's always wrong to attack people in their homes. It's always wrong. Okay? Anyways, weird story, and it's just one of many weird stories floating around right now. People get weird around the elections, whether it's the midterms with November 8th coming up, or it's the presidential election itself. Y'all are being weird. But I don't think nearly as many of you are being weird as you think. Every single day now, I am seeing bots or bad actors from other countries starting problems in American politics, trying to influence American politics. It's just a weird time, and we're going to get into that story, but I wanted to talk to you. I think this is a good time to reach out, spread some unity around, and start fact-checking yourselves. You are responsible for what you think in this country, and a lot of these fake news stories, blown out of proportion, outright lies, half-truths, they're up to you to decide if they're true. It's your responsibility. I see a lot of people parroting bad information on the left and the right, and Even if there is a side that has truth in it, it makes everybody look wrong and bad when there's just a few people being silly. China knows this. Russia and Iran know this. It's why they're putting bad actors in our society virtually online. You see, they pretend to be Americans, but they're not Americans at all. They come from these places, these countries that want to harm our freedom, openly calling for the destruction of our freedom sometimes. Now is the time to have face-to-face time with your brothers and sisters of the country, find some unity, find some common ground, and start fact-checking yourselves. Maybe you're the one who's wrong about something. We don't got to be so hostile. People are getting out of hand. This is the time of the year where we should be banding together and finding solutions to great problems. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys about all of that. All the weirdness going on, the ploys by Russia, China, and Iran to overthrow the election, or at least disrupt it at least disrupt our society, at least cause division. But before we do, I want to get into the Dank Meme Show. The Dank Meme Show is me posting memes, the biggest ones of the internet, the ones that are the real rabble-rousers, and I post my replies, which garner sometimes hundreds if not thousands 
of likes, just for you, my audience. I need you to subscribe to me and tell me every single day how handsome I am. It's not that I have to have it, it's just something that I can't go to sleep without. The more people who subscribe, the more I feel loved. And the more I feel loved, the more fulfilled I am in life. You see, how successful you are directly is correlated to how many subscribers you have on YouTube. Hit that button and let's get into the Dank Meme Show. What I love about this show is people either really love it or it makes them really, really angry. And I like it when you're angry. It pleases me. It makes me kind of veiny. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. For the dank meme show, we're going to get started with some sexy memes here. The first one being, I feel like PS1 Hagrid all the time lately, and I don't know how to fix it. By Trashcan Paul and Moist Buddha. Probably my favorite character from The Lord of the Rings. The DMV employee looking at me after I forgot to bring my second grade report card. Posted by Shithead Steve and Moist Buddha. When the DMV wants a hair sample. On to the next one, a Ben Shapiro breaks down Pelosi gate video. Fancy little title there. Something doesn't smell right about any of this. One user wrote, the boxers. Another user wrote, especially the handle of the hammer. That's not okay. That's in a pro pro. Shame. 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 Alexander wrote, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. That's funny. I'll give that to you. That's funny. Notably, Pike wrote, yes, their tips are a bit stinky, I'd imagine. That's not right. Shame. 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 And lastly, this one by Men's Humor. What scares me about people who watch The Office is that they say, do you watch The Office instead of have you watched The Office, implying they never stop watching The Office. They just keep continuously watching it over and over. Yes, I enjoy escaping reality. Please, more office. That wraps up the meme show. I hope you're pleased. I hope you're feeling kind of pumped up from that. I feel oxygenated. We're experiencing this show together like, like we're on a spaceship with space music. It's time to get into the article of the week. It's weird. So the title of the article is Magaporn, Hate for Trump, China-Based Accounts Stoke Division. It looks like it was posted by the Washington Post on Yahoo News, which is confusing to me, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. This was written by Naomi Nix, Jeremy B. Merrill, and Joseph Men in the Washington Post. So the article starts, Twitter has disrupted three China-based operations that were covertly trying to influence American politics in the months leading up to the midterm elections by amplifying politically polarizing topics, according to a trove of data released by the social media giant to researchers in the Washington Post. 
The article continues, the operation spanned nearly 2,000 user accounts, some of which were purported to be located in the United States, and weighed in on a wide variety of hot-button issues, including election-rigging claims about the 2020 presidential election and criticism of members of the transgender community. Two of the three networks favored the U.S. right and one skewed left. At least some repeated pro-China narratives aimed at an American audience. The intro to this article to me is a little bit misleading because they go on to say, well, there was more than just one leftist hub we found. It was more than three, in fact, hubs they found. They found a ton of hubs of a ton of different networks from different countries when they tracked it down, spreading misinformation. You see, if you spread misinformation on the right, anybody can pretend to be a Trump supporter. And then they say, which they actually quote in this article, Obama is a lizard. Then liberals read that, it makes a headline, and they think all people on the right believe that Obama's a lizard. I've never met anybody who thinks that Obama's a lizard. That's propaganda. And what's problematic about that is when China pushes that, or Iran or Russia, Americans on the left think that other Americans are saying that. They're just stoking a fire trying to ruin our politics. We don't have to let them do that. The article's really interesting. I encourage you guys to read it. It's pretty long. There's a part of the article that's very interesting to me. It says, Twitter said that while many of the network's accounts purported to be located in the United States, the company discovered technical signals that indicated many were based in China. 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 Twitter removed the accounts because they violated the company's rules against platform manipulation and spam, the company said. The article continues, while the network was small, some of, it, some of its users attracted high levels of engagement. One of those accounts, which went by the name Ultra Magabella Hot Babe, author of the Obama tweet, the one about him being a lizard, attracted 26,000 followers, more than 400,000 likes, and more than 180,000 retweets before it was taken down. And they have accounts just like this on the left as well. Another part of the article states, Twitter also took down a network that included more than 1,900 accounts that often posted overtly pro-China narratives in both English and Chinese. Many of this network's tweets directly echoed the Chinese government's rhetoric, particularly in condemning House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan this year. The article continues again. In September, Meta announced it had taken action against a China-based network that included at least 81 Facebook accounts and two accounts on Instagram that were seeking to influence U.S. politics ahead of the 2022 midterm. You see, the dangerous part of this is they can never keep up. I've heard China's technology computer-wise is years ahead of ours, so they can pretend to be somewhere. They can constantly make new accounts with new IP addresses. It's impossible to sometimes track these people down, and they just make more and more accounts. And people in America think that they're our opinions. They think that we're the ones saying these things. The people on the left stoke fear in the right, and the people on the right stoke fear in the left, except neither of them are Americans. They're, they're bad actors. They're people from China, Iran, and Russia. Not to say that all the people from those countries are bad, but these ones do want to disrupt our elections. And the social media giants are not keeping up in banning them. They are just not keeping up. And people are believing these lies, both on the left and the right. And when these people believe those lies, they make bad calls in who they vote for. They make bad calls in the things they say to their friends and family. They make bad calls when they run somebody over in the street for their political views. This just happened to Kaylor Ellington. It was a poor 18-year-old kid who supported Trump who got ran over by a 40-something-year-old drunk Democrat. I'm not saying all Democrats are bad or all people on the right are good. I'm saying he ran him over 
because he thought he was a Republican extremist. And when you have our own president, President Biden, saying that the right is full of extremists or that extremists are present on there. I'm not saying he said exactly that, but he was pretty darn close in my opinion. President Biden came out like a month ago. Basically, the insinuation was that people on the right, people who supported Trump or MAGA, are right-wing extremists. Well, every single one I've met in real life just loves their own freedom. They support everybody else's freedoms. And they're hardworking. They keep the country running. They build houses. They keep the power lines up. They fix your water. They keep it clean. They drive trucks. A lot of them are hardworking Americans who don't have time to defend themselves on Twitter or Instagram because they're working, right? You may think there's one side or one voice when it's really just Chinese, Iranian, and Russian operatives pretending to be people on the left and the right, arguing with unemployed users and kids online and the rhetoric defending the hard workers of our country isn't there because they're out working jobs. They're keeping your power lines up. They're keeping fuel in your truck. They're keeping your water heated. They're keeping your water clean, right? They're the ones who make sure you have what you need and that the country has what it needs to survive. They're not there to defend themselves from your crazy antics. And what's even scarier is that they're not the antics of our country our country's just starting to believe that they are. And that's scary. It's scary to think that Americans are thinking they're being American by pushing Chinese propaganda without even knowing it. That's a scary thing. The social media giants need to step it up. I have hope that Elon Musk will step it up with the bot problem, with the espionage, whatever you want to call it. Bad actors. They're doing some messed up stuff. I have a clip from Mr. Captain John Morgan I would love to play for you. He's a wise man, he's tapped into the issue, and he's looked into it for your benefit. John, I appreciate you joining us, man. What do you have for us tonight? Hey, Dylan. Thanks for uh, inviting me to the show. I really appreciate it. I love listening and now watching. It's exciting. Paul Pelosi, man, what a trip. So Paul Pelosi's been in the news a lot lately. Um, I don't know if this is... Uh, by accident or if this is if he's just going to trend now um, first it was the DUI and now it's a, a home invasion and and while we like to poke fun this actually is a pretty serious incident uh, there's a lot of destabilized people in the world um, and and this isn't a uh, this isn't a party issue this is a this is a person issue this is a people issue this is uh, a mindset issue and people are unhinged now um, and this is not Trump's fault this is not uh, Mitch McConnell's fault or uh, Stephen Crowder's fault or uh, any of the other um, mouthpieces out there um, this is just people thinking that they have a solution and then becoming vigilantes because you know they're on fentanyl or have become completely destabilized uh, through lack of work, ambition, purpose, and destiny. Um, so this guy, uh, DePap, broke into the Pelosi home. Uh, you know, he smashed a window and, and came in and found uh, Paul sleeping. Um, and some discourse happened. It <laughs> this is it was kind of laughable how this thing played out um 
you know, had Paul been aptly prepared, then this guy w- would be dead and it'd be a different story. Um, but he basically woke up to this guy standing over him uh, with a hammer and some zip ties. And he wanted Nancy. And he was intent on doing Nancy some some really serious harm. To, to what extent, we don't really know. Um, I, I think he was looking to, uh, to undermine uh, the chain of leadership in the presidency. I mean, who knows what's going through this guy's head. He's a psycho. He's like disconnected from, from reality. So there, there's no real way to either trust what he's telling the police now or understand how he got to, you know, where he is, you know, from where he was, his thought process. There's no, there's no way to understand it because he's crazy. Um, the takeaway, the big takeaway is that, uh, you guys need to be aware that the world is rapidly becoming filled with crazy people. Um, and you need to protect yourself. You need to protect your home and your families. Um, you know, people in, in people who hold positions of power, whether they're Republican or Democrat, they need to protect themselves because the propaganda has gotten so far out of hand that um, it's driving these people to do to follow through on the crazy thoughts that they have. I mean, can you honestly, even even if you don't, and I don't like Nancy Pelosi, I think she's a, a, a enormous hypocrite, um, calling President Trump out for hate speech and then saying, you know, uh, on the news that uh, she's going to punch him in the face. I, you know, I mean, whatever, whatever, Nancy. Um, not that that justifies breaking into her house and tying her up and smashing her kneecaps with a hammer to get what you want. I mean, it's absurd. Like, sane people don't think that way. Normal people don't think that way. Conservatives don't think that way. Um, Liberals don't think that way. Uh, Leftists do. Uh, The Proud Boys do. You know, the right extreme and the left extreme. They, They think that way. And... They're just supercharged by by um, extremist movements. And anybody that demands violence um, to achieve victory, um, that's that's not how that's not how it works. Um, even our forefathers attempted diplomacy before it became to blows, and uh, and that's that's the way it's supposed to work. You're supposed to be able to talk it out. Um, so. Yeah, Paul Pelosi in the news again. He's recovering, I guess. He's doing okay. Got hit in the head with a hammer, um, but but survived. He was you know knocked out for three hours or so. Um, he's been awake a few times. His uh, his actual prognosis, I think, is pretty good. But as far as like actual injuries occurred, I, don't, I just don't know yet. You know, um, and of course the left is decrying this as part of the January sixth thing and. You know, the conservatives are just saying that Paul Pelosi had a gay lover and and it's uh, it's just foolishness abounds. Foolishness abounds Um, in other foolishness news. uh, Our uh, our techno geek uh, prodigy, um, Elon Musk, has actually purchased Twitter. 
which is good. I think that's a good thing. And why do I think that's a good thing? Uh, because Elon Musk doesn't have a political agenda. He has agendas, for sure. He has agendas. Uh, but he doesn't have a political agenda. He has a social agenda, for sure. Um, he understands the roots of uh, constitutional rights. And he's trying to achieve uh, some foundational um, return to the First Amendment, or returning the First Amendment to Twitter, which it was completely stripped from. Um, and with all uh, upper management changes, um, there is some upheaval. He came in and fired about half of fired about half of uh, Twitter's employees. Uh, that's like 3,500 people or so. And pretty much all of the top end echelon um, of that have been let go. And, you know, people are, you, you can read the finance, you know, finance websites and all these news articles, and they're all throwing numbers out there. You know, it was a $44 billion deal, and, you know, he borrowed, you know, $12.5 billion and, um, Seven billion in, uh, in um, like other uh, equity financing, um, and you know one of his one of his things is uh, his recent things his way to generate revenue from Twitter is to charge uh, a monthly subscription to uh, blue check um, so subscribers. So if you have a blue check. Um, you know, you'll, it'll cost you about eight bucks a month, which is still cheaper than most uh, entertainment uh, streaming services. And, uh, you know, Twitter is, if nothing else, it is an entertainment media for sure. Um, I think overall, this is a good thing. Things are happening normally. Uh, he's moved the company into the private sector, which means he doesn't have to disclose, you know, um, finances and uh, to the government, uh, which is a good thing. Um, I think people are looking for him to have an out, you know, where he can sell it off or, or uh, you know, give away leadership of that to something else as, along the same lines as uh, um, Tesla. Was it Tesla they sold? Or it wasn't space. He still owns SpaceX. Um, but Tesla's on the public market. I think that's what it was. Yeah, um, they're waiting for uh, for him to to have that option, and I, I just don't think he's done. He's not done creating his vision for Twitter yet, and I think he needs time and space to do that. And you know, the media is just crowding him out, uh, as we knew that they would, because um, he was taking control away from them. In fact, he's been fact-checking uh, people who have been fact-checking people, right? So <laughs> the White the White House got fact-checked the other day, and uh, it ended up taking the post down, which I found I found to be hilarious. Uh, it was um, it was something I believe on oh Social Security going up, uh, but Nixon had put something in place where if inflation reached a certain point, then Social Security would automatically go up to meet that. So um, there was the White House trying to take credit for something that Nixon had put in place and they ended up taking that post down, which is hilarious uh, because it got fact-checked. 
um, Elon had a, a, a short tiff with AOC um, in, uh, you know, she's like, she offered her opinion on it. And because she's a blue check, um, Elon responded that, you know, he was happy to have her opinion and that would be $8. <laughs> he hit her up for eight bucks. And, and that's just kind of how you have to treat these people. Um, because if, if it were the opposing side, they'd be doing the same, they would have the same, uh, the same responses. Um, you know, they would be treating, um, him, they would be treating him, uh, respectively, you know, if, if roles were, were, were reversed. Um, overall, I think, uh, we're going to see some really good things from Twitter. Um, I'm, I'm really interested to see what he has uh, to do with that company. He's been successful with the companies that he started, both SpaceX and Tesla. Um, he also has some AI um, companies that he's working in. And these have all become very successful companies. And there's no reason to doubt that Twitter will follow that same route. So I think we can expect to see some upheaval, expect to see uh, some more fact-checking, and you know, and on both sides too. Uh, I, I believe that, uh, that fact checking will happen all around. So we see some conservatives, um, trying to, uh, to pin Paul Pelosi's, uh, brain damage on, uh, on a gay affair that will, that will be fact checked. So, Hey man, it's been really good. Uh, being on the show. I appreciate the invitation and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Love you, bro. I appreciate that, brother. Anyways, moving on. Moving on to the last part of the show. Hubie Halloween. It's a movie with Adam Sandler where he tries to be as silly as possible, almost poking fun at the critics, saying, please give me a bad rating. This is not for you. It's for me and it's for my fans. It's a movie you can eat some popcorn to. It's not a huge high stakes movie. It has horrible film critic reviews, but the reviews from the audience are higher. Why? Because it's fun. It makes fun of itself. You can hardly understand him half the time. And he plays a special needs character that has a good heart and saves a village from a Halloween monster. It takes place in Salem, the Halloween capital, and it's a spooky movie you can enjoy with your family on Netflix all year round. The reason I love this movie is that it continues to poke fun at itself, like I said. Right when you're thinking, did Adam Sandler lose it? Has he lost his mind? He does something that pushes it so over the top that you realize there's no way that he could be sane at this point. It's a joke, I'm kidding, but he truly doesn't give any cares in this movie other than bringing you a happy, fulfilling comedy about everything and nothing at once. The message hits home, it leaves you with a good message like so many Adam Sandler movies, and you feel light, you feel fulfilled, you feel like you just watched a good movie that you didn't lose time on. Something that's a rarity nowadays. I miss films not taking themselves too seriously, but striking that balance of caring immensely at the same time. It's a weird balance, but it makes sense when you see it. Hubie Halloween represents this, and I don't want to give away too much before you go and watch it. 
But if you're looking for a spooky movie that's always entertaining, no matter which time of year it is, I encourage you to watch Hubie Halloween by Adam Sandler, 2020, on Netflix. I love you. Keep it up. Keep watching this show. Like, subscribe, and hit that bell notification. I'll see you every week on Everyone is Cancelled, Late Night. And remember, stay canceled, my friends. Bye-bye. Everyone was canceled. Everyone was canceled. Everyone was canceled. Everyone was canceled.